Welcome, everybody, to another great episode of the Get Out of Your Own Way Now show. I am, of course, your host, Bob McIntosh, and thank you so much for being here. Truly appreciate each and every one of you either watching or listening to this show. Um, today, I have a very special guest. I know I say that every time, but honestly, if they weren't special, I probably wouldn't be interviewing them. So um, today we have with us Milo Seidel, and Milo and I met uh, through, again, my business partner. She seems to know a lot of great people, so thank you, Gigi. Appreciate you. Um, and uh, Milo is a fantastic entrepreneur, has come from uh, more or less nothing to build what he has today, has had a ton of success, and um, honestly is just someone that, as I've gotten to know more about him, every time I learn a little bit more about you, like, I'm like, man, man, like, you're doing some cool stuff. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm impressed more and more that I get to know you. And the thing that I think, and the reason that I wanted to have you on this show, is that when we look at what we're trying to emulate and we look at trying to grow to wherever we want to go, wherever each and every one of you who are listening or watching this wants to go, um, there's always going to be something that we can take away from someone who's come before us. Right. And I've seen a lot of what you've done, and I think that you have immense advice to offer. And so, truly, I appreciate you being here. Thank well, you so I'm much. I'm excited to be here. Thank you. And afterwards, we're going to sing some karaoke back here. So Yeah, we got, we got, a, we got a full <laughs> stage and everything going on here. I will not be singing karaoke. Stage time, <laughs> I love. Singing stage time is a different story. No one wants to hear that. I promise you, no one does. Uh -huh. um, okay, so, um, you know, without giving away everything, you know, tell uh, everyone here a little bit about your background, sort of where you came from, what you do now, so they have a little context. Um, well... Uh, I started back uh, about 36 years ago. Well, even before that, a paper route when I was 14 years old. I, you know, just it went right in. It starts with the paper route. It does, route. it does. Like, I swear, it was like, yeah, it's like paper <laughs> route or like something like that. I know, I was 14. You had to be 15 to start, but I, I was 14 and uh, I was able to kind of wean my way in and getting a paper route. It was kind of a distressed paper route. And, uh, but I, I took it to uh, the level of one of the most productive paper routes at that time. So I just, to me, um, I, I guess one of my um, lucky secrets, I guess, is that uh, I don't, I, I don't eat that much and I don't sleep that much. So I don't, I don't get bogged down. I really, I really, I mean, I, and I, I wonder, you know, is that holding me back? But I'm almost 60 years old, got a lot of energy. And I think and it by is. By the way, guys, like <laughs> this man has energy through the roof. Constantly, right. I love it. So right, well, you got to have energy in whatever you do. I don't care if you're going to be successful. You can't be, um, you know, dragging your feet. You know, early bird gets the worm, <laughs> right? So uh, that's that's one of the things. I was out there before everyone else, and uh, um, but I guess, and we were talking about this earlier. There's three rules, and this is over 36 years ago. I actually put this into place and said, this is how I'm going to build my business, and that is uh, in these orders. First, it is all about fast service, responsiveness to the customer, okay? Second, it's quality workmanship. That means measure twice, cut once. Um, you know, do the job right the first time. And then third, fair pricing. That's not only fair to the customer, but fair to you as a business. That's why I'm here 36 years later, because I made sure that I charged what I was worth, but I also delivered. Okay, and, and that's why 36 years later, we still have an incredible customer base in the field we're in, that particular company's uh, in the um, pumping business for golf courses. So we have 220 golf courses, about 300 pump stations we service in our area, and um, uh, it's it's been great. But, you know, I get up early in the morning, and I, I work uh, late at night. On Sunday, if I had to turn the boat around, I would turn the boat around. Uh, <laughs> it was that 
you know, responsive. So those three values, were those something that you, like, when you're thinking about, for a lot of people, right, they're thinking about what are they doing in their business, and maybe they haven't discovered or developed those things, that, or maybe they're on the verge of doing that. Was it like a moment in time that something snapped for you and said, this is it, this is what I need to do for my business to be successful? Was it something that you just sort of formed after you looked back a little ways? Like, how did you come up with those three things? You know, I actually, I think I just asked the universe, you know, because if you ask the right questions, you get the, the right answer. So I just asked those questions, and those were the first three things that come up to my mind and said, listen, if you're going to be successful in business, uh, and I actually, I think one of the things I said to myself is how would I want, if I'm going to spend my money on somebody, what would I, what's the first thing I'd look for? And it was, I want to make sure they pick up the phone or they call me right back and they're here when I need something. I need it now as a customer, as a consumer. So I wanted to provide, I wanted to be the best at that service. So I'm going to be the fastest. And then I thought, well, you know, if you're fast and you're crazy and you make a lot of mistakes, that's not good either. So the second thing was do it right the first time. Measure twice, cut once, be efficient. You know, um, don't mess, don't, don't, you know, don't, don't drag your feet, but also be conscientious about your work. And I'm very prideful in my work too. I want the quality it reflects me, who I am, my character. And then what motivated me in business, of course, is that I not only want to pay my bills, but I want to build my life. I want to have things and do things with myself, my family, everybody. Um, and so I needed to make sure that I got paid what I believed I was worth. And what, what, what is really, um, um, uh, I know what I've I've heard multiple times, which kind of helps edify that I'm in the right direction. I'm not, I don't want to gouge anybody, but I also want to charge, like I said, what I'm worth. So when I hear my customers say, Milo, you're the most expensive, but you're worth every penny. And I've heard that so many times that at least I know that they, I, I, I'm, I'm out there as far as, you know, my pricing. It's, 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 it's higher than others, but I deliver much more. So the value, I think at the bottom, the bottom line is value. Okay. So, and how, how did you come up with that? So, and when I, when I say that, what I mean is when I'm sitting there thinking about my price and I, and I know for a lot of people that we talk to, a lot of people that I interview, it's okay. Um, you know, especially as a newer entrepreneur, you know, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to be the cheapest. Cause we think in our head, if I'm the cheapest, I'll get the business cause it's always about the money. So how did you, like, what was it? Was there, again, was there a moment or was there a time where you said, here's how I know what I'm worth and I, and I believe that it's fair for me to charge this price, especially knowing that you are the most expensive. Yeah. You know, that's a great question. And as you're asking that question, I started thinking back, okay, where was that time? And sure enough, boom, it hit me. I remember having the opportunity to go to one of these superintendent meetings. I did a job for somebody and they, they would, they liked it because I just, I, I focused, I took care of it. I did, you know, those things do, do the job, uh, you know, be there, do it fast and do it right. Um, so when I was asked to present and uh, my business, all I could think of is say, uh, you know what, guys, um, I know you guys don't know me. Give me the opportunity, one job that either put me in business or take me out of the business. And it, it had nothing to do with let me do it cheaper. Right. I, I did the work and I charged what I knew it was worth for me to continue that kind of service and to expand my business. I didn't want to just break even every time. I want to have a brand new boom truck. I want to expand my facility. I want to make sure that if I'm going to even get better for the customer and provide even better service, I'm going to have to afford the better stuff. We got the best crane trucks. We got the best insurance, everything the best, but that I deliver that to the customer. 
And, uh, but yeah, it reminded me, I just asked, I just said, give me the opportunity. So if you're, if you're a young entrepreneur, you're trying to get started, the thing is to deliver first. You know, I mean, be willing to just say, give me that one opportunity. I think most people will, if you ask, let me have one job and let me prove myself and either you're calling me back or I'm out of business. And uh, that, that, that did they was say yes part. to that one? Oh time? yeah, they did. They loved it. They all got my cards and they called me. They sure called me, gave me that one opportunity and I delivered and I've never stopped delivering. And that's the other thing, you know, it's 36 years later and we've done very well, well in, in this industry, great margins, great loyalty and customer base. But you know, you're only as good as your last job. Always remember that. 36, I turned the boat around on Sunday. I work on Thanksgiving Day when it was needed because that service was needed. It's not because I'm, I'm just a crazy worker, okay? Right. <laughs> I mean, I like to enjoy the family and kids and karaoke and stuff. But if they need me there, I'm there. But, oh, I lost my train of thought. I was just, where, where's that going? <laughs> I'm not exactly sure, but it, but it, but it was good. Yeah. All right. Well, you can splice that, right? <laughs> we're good. We're good. So, okay. So let me ask you this. So you, you, you've developed this pricing strategy. You said, Hey, I'm going to deliver the best. I know I can. Um, and you basically, you know, more or less got out of your way saying, if I'm going to be able to do what I need to do for myself, I also need to be able to do what I'm going to do for them. Um, was there other hurdles that you faced as you were growing this company that were like, man, like if I don't change what I'm doing in my business, maybe I won't have a business or maybe it won't be what I want it to be or other things like that. Yeah. You know, it has to do with, I mean, you know, cause I, as I, when I was starting the business, it was just day and night business. That's it. I was like a maniac. I'm still kind of like that, but you know, with, um, you know, my wife, Michelle, uh, my kids, my son and my daughter, my, my grandkids, we got four right now and, and, and another one on the way. Um, you know, it, it my mind starts shifting a little bit and, and I've got to know why am I, why am I in business? So, you know, one, it's one thing going into business and saying, okay, you know, I, I'm, I'm making money so I can provide, pay the bills, grow and, and, and be that provider for my family. But if you're going to continue that pace, you got to really know the big why. What is the outcome? What are you looking for? And it's not the word retire, I think. Because retire to me is kind of death. I think the idea is. I think most entrepreneurs are scared of that. Yeah, they, and, and they should be. I've seen you know people decide, okay, I'm retiring. They quit, and guess what? They quit. It's done. So you know, I, I don't plan on quitting. I might shift a little bit. I you know pivot, but uh, maybe sing more karaoke or go out on the boat more. You know, and and have more fun. Um, so, I have so wait, will we see you on like America's Got Talent or The Voice? Yeah, or? yeah. Uh, dude, I, 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 yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, we, I, I actually have um, two 45s and, a, and an album I've done. I don't know if you know what a 45 is, but... I, I do. Remember 45, <laughs> the little vinyl ones with the big hole <laughs> well, in it? The, the yeah, <laughs> I had two of those we made. And uh, back in the day, we had a band called Eternity for about 15 years. We were going to sign with Epic Records, but I made a choice because that was just about the time Michelle and I got married and um, uh, she was pregnant with our first, which our son, Corey. And... Um, and I, I made the right decision, you know, I, I going on tour in the music industry, although I loved it, it, uh, it wasn't going to provide. And that was more important. And I made the right choice. And I'm still, I mean, the, my grandkids, they're singing music. I mean, so, and I still jump up there, man, and, 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 you know, have a good time. So it's a lot of fun still. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So actually let's, let's talk about that. So you made a decision to give up something that you're passionate about for something else that you're passionate right. about. What did, what did that take? Like mentally? 
like as you were thinking about that decision? Like, was it a snap moment? Did it kind of come over time? I'm, I'm curious. You know, I felt good about myself. It wasn't something that I had to toss with too much. I just knew, I just felt it was right. And by doing something right, I've always been that type of person that, you know, do the right thing. And not the, the the good feeling thing, but the right thing. And at the end of the day, it's going to end up being the probably the best feeling thing. And it has, you know, at, at first it's like, wow, you're going to miss out on all this, you know, going with the band and traveling. You know, it sounds all good, you know, <laughs> but I did feel like, um, you know, I uh, wasn't going to because they told us right off the bat, you get this album, you have to pay for the album first, you know, say before you even get your money. And I'm thinking this, I got to pay bills. I got family. I'm uh, uh, And uh, so it wasn't that. <laughs> hard to make that decision because it was the right decision mm, and okay. you, you know I think a lot of people if you feel from here you listen to this more than you listen to this you're going to get a, a, a better it's going to be easier to make the decision it's when you're tossing and turning up here because you're trying to measure and and calculate and all those things kind of cloud it all but it's so easy to just know really what's right and just say yeah I know what's right and just do it you just know? do it. Yeah. <laughs> just Nike it. <laughs> Nike, that's right. That's right. Say yes. I love it. Okay. So, so you, you've, you've grown this, this business of the pumping, uh, but I also know you have other businesses as well. So, um, you know, when someone's considering, okay, I've, I've reached a, a level of success, whatever it is for them doesn't really matter, but they start considering, you know, maybe I need to do other things. Yeah. Was there other things that like, so I know you have these other businesses. Was there other things that you were like, Hey, this is why I'm going into these other businesses. Was it just because the opportunity presented itself? Um, cause I know for a lot of us, we get that entrepreneurial ADD, like, Oh, right, right. that's an opportunity. Ooh, there's an opportunity there. So were you pursuing opportunity to come to you? Like, how did that start? Yeah, that, that, that's good because, um, I think one of the, the, um, key turning points of my life that allowed me to have more quality time and still grow financially is when I really got to learn about this, this, um, thing called leverage. You know, to leverage, it's not exchanging time for money. That's kind of a linear income and it's very limited. So, you know, it's just basically a paycheck and there's only so many hours to exchange for that paycheck. I don't care how big the, the amount is per hour. It's still not going to create any kind of wealth. And the definition of wealth really is a combination of the money, having the money you want to do the things you want to do, but having the time to do that. And if you're exchanging all that time, for money, you ain't gonna have, you ain't gonna create wealth and you're not gonna have a real lifestyle. So that leverage early on, I learned that. So we were able to look at ways and network marketing was one, multi-level marketing. And we, we've had that as a side income and multiple incomes. Um, because once you start making money, you can have money also make money for you. But you have to get there first. So, you know, I, I you know, you got to get down and, and get dirty, whatever you have to do and make money. Uh, and then, but then get smart about it. So learn about how to build uh, an income portfolio. Don't just say, I'm just going to be a maniac and work all my life. No, that's not smart. Uh, it's smart to take and turn that into it. So it's investing in your own time and knowing the value of time. So we talked about the value. That's why I was able to de decide how much I wanted to charge for what I did because I know what I was delivering and I just put those numbers up. Now, I had to do one extra thing because I was higher than my competitors. I had to educate my consumer base. So that took extra effort. I had to go and go do presentations and I had to share with them why I am worth everything or give me the opportunity and I will deliver. So I, not only was I telling them things, but I also said I would prove myself and then that would be the identifier. But I think educating our consumer or whatever your market is, is very key. And knowing why you 
um, are different than the rest. So you have to find that little extra special thing and don't be afraid because one of the things in the, um, in the, the golf uh, pumping station uh, business is that I took on a risk early on for this industry um, technology called VFD, variable frequency drive. Everybody had uh, this one technology that regulated pressure, but out of the oil industry came a new technology, but it was brand new and nobody wants to, you know, take a chance because right. this old school will work. But I took it on. If it ain't broke, don't fix right, it. Right, exactly. But I took it on and I had to become educated myself. I had to educate my consumer. And over a period of time, that turned into where now the market said, this is what we prefer and what we want. And I was the only game in town. And watch what happens then if you're kind of the only game in town for a while until they all start catching up. But you had to, you had to have the guts you know, to, to, to be out there where nobody's at. I got to tell you, the truth is this. Nobody generally wants to be first, but absolutely nobody wants to be last. <laughs> so if you can figure out to be one of the first, everybody else is going to follow you. And so, you know, you have less dust in your face because you're out front. That's, that's pretty key. It's more fun being in front. But, it, you know, you have, to, you have to have some guts. Okay. Yeah. So let me ask you this. I want to go back to something you said. Uh, and I know that network marketing has been a big part of, you know, your, uh, not only where you're going now with Clickstairs, which we'll come to in a second, but also uh, things that you've done in the past. I know that the moment that I start talking about network marketing for a lot of people, and this is even true for myself, um, and still is in some capacities, depending on what, and, and we'll get into that in a minute, uh, they have a very negative connotation yeah. when they hear network marketing because it's like, oh, they just, for a lot of folks, it feels slimy. Yeah. Um, and so what's, what's your take? Obviously you've done very well with it. We, mm -hmm. we had a, that conversation earlier. Yeah. And so what, you know, it, it, you said there's a little bit of a side business or side hustle almost because yeah. this has been the main one. So it, was it always a side business because it was just extra good income? Like what was the reason for it to be a side business and not your focus? Well, I think uh, one of the things that word leverage, that's key. And of course you're looking for vehicles that are leveraged. Now money can make money, that's a leverage, but if you don't have it, the opportunities get slimmer and slimmer. In network marketing, it is a true asymmetric opportunity. There's such a minimal uh, risk financial. Okay. But the rewards are unlimited. Okay. So that to me is opportunity and you want a leverage vehicle and network marketing is designed as a leverage vehicle. Okay. Because, uh, uh, Jay Paul Getty probably summarized it the best. He said, I'd rather have 1% of the efforts of a hundred people than a hundred percent of my own efforts. And he became the first billionaire in the United States through that process. And that's what happens in network marketing. Um, but the negative connotation comes from the fact that the masses don't even have that small amount of investment. So let's say it's a hundred to $200 a month. After three months, that's $600 that came out of your pocket that you didn't already have. And so you quit. And that's what happens. 90%, almost 90% is crazy. I mean, yeah, you know, I've been in network marketing for over 40 years in that. And, um, the thing that boggled me the most is how many people quit after they just got started. And you know what? I always told myself, you know what? It's just people just quit, you know, quitters don't win. Winners never quit. And I've just used those analogies thinking, okay, you know, I'm just going to be a winner because I don't quit. It's the secret to that. But as I got, you know, older and, and longer in this industry, I realized, you know what? It's not that they don't want it bad enough, but the stress, the financial stress in that household 
not having that extra hundred dollars because that took food probably off the table or now didn't pay that rent and they're stressing because now they're getting, you know, these creditors on. I mean, there is a lot more stress. I got lucky because I had a base business and so I didn't have to worry about what $200 would cost. But I read an article in 2013. This is what turned my um, thought process around why that, that little bit of money is still big money. Okay. And why network marketing, it's not people are lazy. It's even that $300 is too much. I said it was asymmetric. That means it's little risk. It's still big. And I'll tell you, I read an article in 2013. It said that um, 1.3 million personal bankruptcies were filed that year in the United States. And I was like, wow, personal bankruptcies, you know, that many? But I continued to reading the article and it said, that 80% of those personal bankruptcies could have been prevented had they an additional $300 a month in their household. $300, they wouldn't have had to file bankruptcy. That's a big problem, just having to file bankruptcy. It's not that easy, and it really messes things up. That's a lot of stress. And I went, wow, and I said to myself, network marketing can easily do that. But it still costs money that they don't have. That's why they're filing bankruptcy. Hence, my quest for what we have today is that we're building right now is this um, network marketing company called Clicksters, which for the first time in history is the first of its kind that is zero to the members. There's zero dollars. It doesn't cost 100, doesn't cost $10. It's free to everybody and that is forever. And that is the antithesis of what network marketing has um, been built on because the way network marketing works is they gather enough people to pay so it pays upline. That's where the money comes from. So you can't have network marketing in general without having people pay until now. All right, because what we're doing is, um, and the timing is perfect because it's it, people are starting to recognize that your personal opinion your, your personal time and attention is more valuable than you would ever know. And they, there, was just, there was just a documentary not that long ago that says the um, value of personal data exceeded the value of oil. That's right, exactly. Right? And you start, let that yeah. sink in for a second. Think about that, how important oil is, right. but we're saying that your information is more valuable. That's right. Your profile, your data, your opinion is, more, is worth more today in 2020 that, well, look at Facebook, look at Google, look at Amazon, look at these platforms. The billions, not millions, the billions of revenue generated every year. Where do you think that comes from? The advertisers. The advertisers are paying these institutes, these groups, because they have the masses collectively part of it. Well, think about that. How much, if you're on Facebook and you're a Facebook member, okay, I am, you are, a lot, most people are, billions. Yeah, about 94% of people over the age of 18 are. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, in the United States. Right. And so uh, uh, Facebook receives billions of dollars of advertising money to put banners in, and put things in front of you as a member. And they, get, they make this money. But how much does Facebook pay you as one of their valued members? I haven't gotten a check yet. No, so wait, so wait hopefully. Not at all. So... <laughs> 
This is why this is what Clicksters is about. Clicksters is basically paying as a it's called profit sharing community. So we're building a community through the idea of people inviting people. That's the networking part, building your profit sharing community. And Clicksters, when we receive money from the advertisers, we share that profit back to the members. Okay, so we all win together as we grow together. And all you are bringing to the table is not all you're bringing to the table like it's nothing. It's very valuable, and that is your time, your attention, and your opinion. The thing is, you're giving that for free now. So it's not even a change in your lifestyle. That's what's hard for people to make a change. You're not even making a change. You're sitting on a platform, and you're watching a video for 30 seconds, a commercial. And at the end of the commercial, you give it a rating, a thumbs up, a thumbs down. You answer some valuable questions that are going to be valuable to the advertiser so they can better retarget their um, their offer, okay? So it's a back and forth thing. It's actually what I consider match.com between the advertiser and the consumer. It's a relationship rather than this where, I mean, ask anybody, most people do not like to be bombarded with advertising. How many people can't wait to pick up the phone right. and mm -hmm. listen to a telemarketer? You know, you get angry. It's like you're invading my privacy. And that's what we're changing. We're building a the different relationship where you're saying, hey, you know what? I'm a clickster. And you know, I'm going to take five minutes. I'm at the doctor's office right now. And I'm going to watch two 30-second videos. I'm going to give my opinion before I even go inside there. And I just got paid money for doing right. that. Now, that's pretty cool. And this is the coolest piece because remember I talked about leverage. You can only sit there and watch. I don't want you to lock yourself in a closet and spend all day clicksting and making money. Because even if you did that, I don't care how much I pay you, you could never create wealth. And you're locked in a closet. What kind of lifestyle is that, right? <laughs> so here's the deal. With clicksters, the leverage component is the, is the really the key. So if you invite somebody so that they can make an extra few bucks a month, because it's like you said, side hustle, right? It's about that little extra money that right now isn't going to create wealth, but it's not something that you're, you would turn away because it didn't cost you anything. So yeah, I made maybe 30 to 50, maybe a hundred dollars this month. Okay, great. I'm sure you'll find something that you can enjoy with that. But the key to creating wealth, like Jay Paul Getty said, 1% of 100 people, then 100% of my own. So if you invite people, you can invite as many people as you want, unlimited. Okay, when they make a few dollars, the company sends you a coin match of that, depending on where you're at from two to 10% of whatever that person makes. So let's just say you invited me, you invited me, and I made $100 this month. The company would send you up to $10 because I made 100, not because I spent any money. Right. That's the other antithesis of network marketing because network marketing is all about convincing the people in your organization, your downline to spend money because if they spend money, you make a commission. Right. This is about getting them to spend time instead. Time instead. And you're as an upline or a person that invited, like if I invited you, I have a vested interest in you making money now. See, not how can I convince you to buy more shampoo? Okay. <laughs> now I'm not cutting any of these down because they're valuable, but it's all about you spending that money you don't have. Right. Now I'm giving you true opportunity by saying, you know what? And you do, most everybody has one of these and more people are going to have more of these. And this is where it's trending. And now in the palm of your hand, you have the ability to create wealth by two things, by doing little clicksing yourself 
and inviting others to do the same and watch what happens. Um, yeah, okay, so you're not trying to necessarily change, you know, lives and saying, hey, you're gonna make a million dollars a month on, on this. It's just about getting that maybe a few hundred dollars a month that can make a huge difference to each person. So let me let me ask you this. One of the biggest and, and I think one of the most important things about um, a network marketing company, and I think this applies to all companies, and I'm gonna actually circle back to something that you've been doing very well in this after you answer the question, which is how does someone recruit someone? Like when we're looking at this, you know, I mean, so in my mind, I'm thinking for most people, um, whether it's network marketing or not, whether you're, whether you have a network marketing company or not, you still need to recruit people. And and it may not be in your downline or in your, in your profit share community, but it might be into your vision, into your idea, into being a buyer or seller of your product or services or anything like that. So when we talk about recruitment, um, what do you think are maybe some of the secrets of successfully recruiting people? Yeah, it is. It is about um, uh, your vision and what is the big, why are you so excited? And, and you know, making lots of money is one factor, you know, people get excited about, but there's so many things that are even more compelling. You know, it's all about um, the experience. It's the red carpet treatment. It's the backstage passes. It's the adventure of life because really, you know, we're not here forever. Okay. And, um, it's not making the money. It's what you do with the money, that contribution. What, you know, how, how that fills your heart. If you're able to create abundance and you can now create, uh, uh, this feeling of purpose because you're giving and you're changing people's lives. That is exactly why I don't need to build another company. This is not what Clicksters is. I, I don't, well, I won't get into that part, man. I don't have to make money. We have clicks.give. We have clicks.kids. We have clicks.fund. This is all part of the Clickster vision of creating and leaving a legacy of something that changes the world for better. I want uh, my great grandkids, I guess it's a legacy. If I have any ego, it would be that I want to be recognized and I want to, I want to live on in memory. You see, that's one thing for sure that you can know that, um, you can leave behind and take with you when you go, and that's memories, okay? And so are you saying your vision is what you're sharing with them? So your vision is a legacy of what you're building, and so you're sharing your vision with someone, and that's how you're getting them in. Yes, yeah, absolutely, and and it's like when you're on fire, people come from miles to watch you burn. If you really (laughs) get behind something that you're excited about, oh, my God, you know, it's like, you know, you you, you have have people that want to join that because it feels good. If you're feeling good, you don't have to make other people feel good. If you're feeling good, it's contagious. It's contagious. You yeah. got, you know, if you get, let me tell you, you say you're going to sing karaoke. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to see you up on a karaoke <laughs> thing. We got a video of this guy because he'll say no, but he'll be up there fighting the mic. Anyway, so, um, yeah, it's all about, uh, the experience and, and back to what, what we're doing with clicksters, why that's so fun in the recruiting because nobody wants to recruit. That's a hard thing to do. I got to convince somebody. You go to these training meetings and they tell you, and again, I've been there and you do what you need to do in an industry to, to maximize it. And there's nothing wrong with learning how to be an influencer and do it right. If you're doing it for the right cause too, if you're really trying to help somebody. But what if you didn't have to go and learn how to be a persuader and all these things? How about if all you had to do is give somebody a free digital scratch-off ticket, something fun to do, 
Like, I'm going to give you a free lottery ticket, and you too, and you too. And you just invited three people. Would that be easy to do? We're making this so frictionless and so fun and so easy to do. That's exactly how clicksters work. The way you invite people is you give them an opportunity to have almost what is considered a free lottery ticket. Because every night, we will do a drawing, and we will be giving away money to people just for being part of this. That's our contribution. That's our funding of this business. And you get to give those free tickets away. Perfect. Yeah. And so uh, everyone, if you are listening or watching this, um, the reason that I asked the question about how do you recruit people is because what he just said is not only what he's doing, but it's also the great answer, which is sell people in the vision and get excited about it. Yeah. If you guys notice, and if you're listening to this, I would highly encourage you to go out to YouTube and watch the actual video uh, and watch the way that he leaned forward when he talks about it, how he gets excited, <laughs> how his voice raises up, all of these things. Right. And, I, and, I, and I know this about you having having conversations with you. I know that you you have the passion. You, you sell it uh, mm. not because you're trying to sell it, but right. because you believe so much in your own vision. You do. And, and I, I want everyone to understand that's a huge piece piece of this. And if you can get out of your own way and let ah. yourself have that vision and share it as excitedly as he does with clicksters, which by the way, I'll be the first person and you, you can look this up, ask me, you know, I'm generally an MLM naysayer. I'm the guy that goes, oh, like prove me <laughs> wrong. Right. Um, and this guy has, why? Because his vision is there. I see it. And he's answered the questions that make it in most cases so negative into a positive so mm. it becomes easy. And I think that's huge. And so, dude, I, I love it. Um, I think this has been fantastic. So yes. I want to say thank you so much for your time. Well, thank you. Truly appreciate yeah. it. Uh, where can people, if they're interested, um, learn more about Clicksters and more about yourself if they want to? Very soon we'll have our our um, uh, landing page for our website, which will have uh, uh, questions and answers, stuff like that. And it's going to be Clicksters.com. That's K-L-I-X-T-E-R-S. So it's eight letters. You know, I, I've seen some misspellings there, but that's okay. <laughs> K-L-I-X, clicks, TERS, T-E-R-S dot com. And then, uh, like I said, pretty soon it'll take you right to a website from there. You can, uh, now you can't just join. Comp the company can never, you can only join by being invited by another clickster. So it gives you that exclusivity too. It's all, it's all membership driven. Yeah. Perfect, perfect. Yeah. And if anyone wants to find more information about you, how can they find you? What's um, the best place right now? Right, well, my company, Metro Pumping Systems, Inc. That's uh, Metro, M-E-T-R-O, Pumping Systems, Inc. That's uh, the, the golf course irrigation company. Um, and, um, yeah, or, or Clicksters, uh, or Milo, M-I-L-O, at... Uh, uh, let's see. I guess so many emails, but yeah, clicksters.com. Milo at clicksters.com. And, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know if I should have put that out because I want to get bombarded. I don't want anyone to think I'm ignoring you because I tried to, I was just sharing with you yeah, right. how, how at night, I'm, at midnight, I'm still trying to return all the messages. So, uh, if I don't return it, it's because, uh, it's after midnight and probably going to bed. But, but, uh, yeah, just clicksters.com, join and, uh, and we'll definitely connect. Yeah, perfect, perfect. And as always, everyone, if you're listening or watching, uh, head over to the website to grab the show notes. It'll have all the links that he just shared, and, and we'll uh, update that with information for you to reach out to him as well. As always, thank you so much for being here. Truly appreciate each and every one of you for listening or watching. Uh, please subscribe, rate, comment, leave any questions you have. Uh, if there's questions you have for Milo specifically, uh, just comment them, and I'll make sure that they get oh, over to awesome. him yeah. uh, as well. And as always, guys, appreciate your support. Sharing this this podcast if you're listening to an audio version or showing this uh, uh, video via YouTube to a friend 
listen, I, I know this stuff. I already know that, if, like when I was asking about the question, I knew the answer was excitement and selling your vision. That's why I asked the question. Right. So I don't do this for me. I do this to help each and every one of you. And I truly appreciate your time and attention because as we said, that's one of the most important things that you can give. So thank you so much for being here. We'll see you guys on another episode real soon. Take it easy. That's right. Stay safe and healthy. This podcast is sponsored by 3 Degrees Consulting. If you need funnels, websites, paid ads management, or help with any of your digital marketing, 3 Degrees Consulting is your go-to source for everything. Check them out at www.go3dc.com. That's G-O, the number three, D is in degrees, C is in consulting.com. Go check them out right now.